0: Welcome listeners to another Velocify podcast. I'm your host Michael and today we're here with Fern, CEO of Thyroid Yoga and the co-founder of Bliss Out Wellness. How are you feeling today?
1: I'm feeling so fantastic. Thank you.
0: And today's a nice gloomy day, a little bit of rain, but nothing to really bring down our spirits. So tell us how you got started with thyroid yoga and Bliss Out Wellness.
1: I have a condition called Hashimoto's hypothyroiditis, and it's an autoimmune hypothyroid condition, which I've had for over 10 years. And basically, I was trying every pharma drug in the book to try to heal my body. And I was feeling at the mercy of traditional medicine, feeling really stuck going from doctor to doctor and not really getting any answers about my health. So I finally decided to take my health into my own hands. I studied everything involving my condition. I studied holistic health, yoga, nutrition, meditation, and self-care rituals. And then I found a unique practice blending these modalities and really empowering myself to be my own inner healer, my own doctor, and now empower other women to do the same thing. I'm no longer on thyroid medication. I'm finally glowing. I'm feeling beautiful, feeling empowered, and living a life that I absolutely adore. Right now, I'm feeling really excited to be here and share with you my purpose, my lifestyle, and how I find beauty in life and how I inspire others to do the same.
0: Definitely a very inspiring story and really one that a lot of people could learn from. And it's awesome to hear this and you don't really rely on all these pharmaceutical drugs that everyone's creating. You just kind of just went your own way and you're like, I need to just make myself better. And you look good, you feel good. So I really congratulate you on that. How did your previous condition affect you? How did that influence you to, to really branch out?
1: I was stuck in a corporate job for about seven years. I worked in finance and technology at Morgan Stanley and Citigroup. And they were both great jobs, but they weren't the jobs for me. I was just feeling unfulfilled and uninspired by the work I was doing. I knew in my heart I had this creative energy and this drive, but not expressing that was holding something stagnant in my body. I really believe that the physical conditions that manifest in our bodies are the manifestations of energy that's being blocked. So I wasn't speaking my truth. I wasn't expressing myself. I wasn't who I was. I was working in this corporate job that I felt was very linear and I'm not a linear person. I really like to express myself and to be in nature and to see the beauty in life. And I was really feeling like I couldn't. My condition was exacerbated by working under fluorescent lights and working long hours, working 14 hour days and working weekends. I found myself coming to a yoga practice to tap into my body and to really understand what was going on beyond the surface. Why was I feeling this way. From that place, I really found a unique way to heal myself and empower other people to do the same. Coming home from long days of work and then having to turn all the lights off and put candles on because I, I felt chronically in pain with nausea, with headaches, and taking cabs to work every day, and I knew that something had to stop. I knew that I was done being powerless. I've always been entrepreneurial, so I took things into my own hands and started to create a yoga and coaching business and really started finding beauty in life again as I was healing myself and I was healing others. I began to feel really really inspired and as I was expressing myself creatively my condition was getting better too so it was all related and I really enjoyed finding that connection.
0: I definitely feel that a lot of people need to find themselves and they need to find that point where they can feel that they can express themselves. A lot of people are kind of like in the same position that you were in where they feel that they're kind of stuck in this cubicle type space and it's like oh well I can't do anything about it but they need to just find that heart in them, find that light and energy to be like, oh, I have to break out of this. This is something that I have to do to better myself and to better my lifestyle and just to be more happy and to be more fluid as a person. You don't only teach yoga, but you also teach others to find a soul search and kind of sustain their business. How do you find that like that perfect balance of one mind, one body, one soul and relate it towards business?
1: For my clients, when I work with my clients one-on-one through coaching programs, I really focus on understanding where you are in your life spiritually, emotionally, physically, what are your ideas about health, what are your ideas about happiness, where do you find that sense of purpose, what gets you excited, what gets you excited about waking up, define your ideal life, and then ask yourself, what subconscious thought patterns are sabotaging me from experiencing this, what is telling me that I can't do this, what things are creating fear in my life, maybe it's a family view on wealth, or money, or success, and how do I detach myself from that view, so I don't carry that with me, and so that doesn't limit me from my success. I really work with my clients to overcome those subconscious patterns and then to say, okay, what's holding you back from feeling healthy, vibrant, beautiful, successful? What are those stagnant blockages in your body, in your mind that are preventing you? And how can we together work through those constantly with affirmations, with meditation, with yoga, with self-care? And it's a different practice for every person. We all come into this world with our own baggage. None of us are born perfect. We have families, we have you know, belief systems, but really to get us back into the state of feeling excited about life. We're here on this planet. We're all here for one purpose. Um, We each have our own and it's to do this work, to bring our gifts into the world. That's what I work with my clients on. It's a really fulfilling, really fulfilling career.
0: No one comes from the same background. No one comes from the same type culture. Do you find that it's difficult to find a personalized way of coaching someone?
1: My method of coaching really revolves around listening and asking you questions that will make you think and giving you exercises to really dig deep. Some of them are a little scary and some of them really make you feel very very vulnerable I really like that way of coaching because it's not me giving you a prescribed method that's very repetitive for each person, but it's really individual for your unique situation. So I do a lot of work prepping for my clients and then doing a lot of follow up and checking in and holding you accountable step by step by step so you don't feel overwhelmed. And it's really targeted towards if you're creating a business, you know, really helping you create your signature offering, helping you partner with the organizations that will really support your growth as an entrepreneur. And to stretch you. I really believe that everyone's meant to be supported and then also to stretch outside of their comfort zones. That's what's helped me a lot with my coaches that I work with as well. I think it's very important for every entrepreneur to work with a coach because you're invested in yourself as well. So my coaches stretch me and I found that that's been a very, very powerful way for me to grow as an entrepreneur.
0: What's the perfect method of beginning your soul search, beginning to find that inner happiness?
1: I am available online for virtual coaching, so that's also somewhere you can get access to me. I'm on social media. It's also fun to just follow authors or inspirational speakers or teachers, podcasts to constantly search for inspiration and then also journal I think that journaling is a great way to start to listen to your own inner voice it's very important to listen to your intuition and practices like yoga and meditation help you tap into yourself rather than always looking into the external world so it's great to have coaches to provide you inspiration and keep you on track I think regardless having a coach um, to hold you accountable is very very important but then also it's really important to do the work not just get the inspiration but actually do the work set the intention and then start looking deep within yourself and have rituals that you do every single day whether that's a meditation practice we are just starting to clear out the clutter in your mind. The fear, the disillusionment, the fear of judgment, the fear of your work not being successful, the fear of not making money. All of those things are fear and distractions from keeping you from your truth. Starting to get really quiet through meditation practice, breathing exercises, self-care rituals, being outside in nature, things that really bring you back to the present, bring you back to the breath, and really help you disconnect from all the other craziness and chaos that goes on outside you. So I think that's really important as entrepreneurs and as anyone, you know, to really just have that quiet time to nurture yourself.
0: That's a really interesting way of finding yourself and relaxing your body, especially in a big city such as New York and L.A., Shanghai. A lot of workers come home and they feel inundated. They don't really get that proper full mind relaxation because a lot of people forget your mind is very important to your work as well. If your mind is fried, you you can't get any work done. Yoga it's usually aimed towards a female audience. I feel like a lot of men feel that it's more of a feminine thing to participate in so they don't really want to break out those boundaries but how do you address your male clients?
1: That's a great question. It's it's funny because I do work with a lot of male clients both through thyroid yoga even though it's targeted towards women but then also in general too I have a lot of male clients and I think what's really scary for men the first time of you know going to a yoga class or even working with yoga one-on-one is the, the fear of not being able to do everything perfectly. I think the masculine energy, not just the energy within men, but the masculine energy which we both possess within us is that we want to do everything perfect and that we want to we, don't want to, we don't want to fail, we want to be great. So as humans, we have two sides of our body. The left side is the feminine side, the side of the heart. The male side is the right side, the side of the liver. We have both sides between and in our bodies and between us is our center, which is our self. We have the paternal and the maternal side and then we have the, the alignment of the two in the center. And what we need to, as men and women, is to accept the fact that we're going to be new at something eventually in our life. Something is going to be new to us. We're not going to be, you know, we're not going to understand how to do everything perfectly the first time. Really helping my male clients to relax a little bit and say, listen, this is new, right? We're going to train your body. Once it becomes your second nature, it's going to be more easeful for you. But to start, it could be a little uncomfortable and that's okay right that it's okay to feel uncomfortable it's going to and to ease into it so I really help my clients especially the men to just focus on the breathing and to focus on poses where is the energy stagnant and stuck and let's go there not avoid it let's go there so if the hips are really tight or if there's poses that you're like oh I can't touch my toes how do we make that more accessible to you to start so we can eventually move past that you can do it and you can feel really good and you can feel powerful that's really important I do a lot of empowerment coaching too cause We have all these beliefs in our head that we can't do something, our body's not meant to fit in these shapes, or, you know, we're not strong enough or flexible enough, and that's just stories we tell ourselves. We're strong enough and flexible enough. We just haven't worked on ourselves enough to get to that place where we can, you know, say that with confidence.
0: We definitely all have to be able to express ourselves. We all have to be able to really find our problem areas and we have to go attack them instead of avoiding them. Cause I feel like in the world that we live in today, a lot of people see a problem and they just want to avoid it or beat around the bush thinking that it'll eventually just go away. But you really have to attack these problems for yourself to be able to relax. And with you meeting all these diverse clients, has anyone really shocked you?
1: Yeah, for sure. And first, as a prerequisite to that, I just want to add, I loved what you had just said, because the problems that we face in our lives, like for example, for me with a thyroid condition, it seemed like it was a problem at first to have these chronic conditions, the chronic inflammation, congestion, fatigue. But actually, if you look at it a different way, it's it's helpful. It's your body saying, hey, I'm trying to tell you that there's something we need to focus on, not put a Band-Aid on. Having these symptoms, feeling so, so, so terrible, my body was saying, hey, like pay attention. You need to heal. You need to get yourself better. And ultimately so I could do this work on helping others. So we have these conditions manifesting in our body to to make us pay attention, not to just take an Excedrin, which I was taking for months. I was just popping Excedrin every single day and popping Zyrtec and popping um, antibiotics and, and, and really trying to hide the symptoms, but so important to pay attention to it. And I've had some shocking moments with clients where they see that within themselves, the power of yoga and meditation. I've had women with fertility issues, um, who finally were able to, after a yoga and meditation practice, to have some amazing results. And just seeing the fact of them trying everything under the sun, and then through yoga meditation, and it happened after one of the retreats that I led. One of my clients had this great moment of being with a lot of feminine energy and feeling like she could let her stress and her Wonder Woman cape fall off, and then feeling that that femininity again. Like the masculine side was overpowering the feminine side, and I had told her, "Listen, like we did a lot of yoga." to really bring out the feminine side and to really evoke that energy that had been stagnant for so long through that and through the retreat and through our empowerment coaching together. It's just miraculous to see and it, it makes sense. So the power of this work is huge. It's not something that should be taken lightly.
0: My prior knowledge to yoga, before I ever actually did research into it, was just kind of like, yo, know, you're just stretching out your body, you want to make your muscles relax and feel better. But it's a lot deeper than that. And going through college, I was interested in wellness, so I did a little research. Your mind, your body is really all connected, and people don't realize that with you personally. How has embracing yoga and wellness really benefited your life? How has it changed you? What light has it shined?
1: So many. It's such a good question because yoga and meditation really changed my outlook on life. I walk around now being so trusting of the future, and yoga and meditation has changed my anxiety. I was very anxious about okay, am I doing the right thing? I'm a big planner, a big doer. I like to be very busy and I like to know the results and I like to be able to predict and to foresee what's going to happen. I think that's a lot of us, especially people that I know in this in this age group in the twenties and thirties, we are at a pivotal point in our lives where we're in careers, some of us are in entrepreneurship careers, some are working for others and we get concerned on are we doing the right thing? And you know, some of us are, are at the age of having families, having kids, and maybe we're nervous about, oh my gosh, is it the right time? I'm, I'm getting older. I, I feel like I'm not, I'm not ripe yet. Like there's all these concerns. Are we good enough? Are we there enough? And for me, yoga has really helped me settle those fears and say everything that's going to and should happen will when I'm ready. It's helped me to really trust in the path of my life and to live authentically so to do everything that i feel is living with integrity and to live with those values of self-compassion so i don't have to be ready for everything right now and understanding that that's okay to be really grateful for everything in my life yoga has helped me to cultivate an attitude of gratitude so instead of looking into what i don't have i'm really appreciative for what i do have and when we live with that abundance then we attract the opportunities and the people we need. When we're operating out of an attitude of lack, I don't have this relationship or I don't have this career or I don't have this stuff or this wealth, this money, whatever it is. We are just telling the universe that we're we're not grateful for what we have. There's always enough to go around and we really need to be grateful and giving and compassionate and yoga cultivates, for me at least, generosity. And I really feel like I can show up and serve when I come from a place of feeling feeling grateful and feeling abundant. Lots of great uh, things that yoga has brought into my life.
0: I always like to say, if you give off positive vibes, positive vibes come back to you. And when people just have this mindset of, oh I don't have this, I don't have money, I don't have the job that I want right now. I don't have this relationship. It kind of gives off that negative vibe and it kind of really shuts the doors that could have been open. Just have patience, you know, just everything fall into place and just be happy with what you have. I think it really helps you appreciate all the little things in life, just little things, family, relationships that you have with friends, all the people that you meet. Focusing more on your business now, you've gotten a lot of press with features LA Yoga Journal, Mind, Body, Green, Beauty, and Wellbeing. Not only that, you're an ambassador for Aloha, Sprout Living, and Charlotte's book. How's that affected your brand and how's it helped you build and prosper?
1: I really love collaborating. I think as entrepreneurs in this time, we're in the Aquarian age. If you're familiar with this, it's basically the age of of collaboration and inspiring the light within others. So collaboration is huge. We're at a point where we can't do this alone in order to do the work on this planet that we need to do to serve and to bring peace, to bring kindness, to bring gratitude to this really troubled planet we really need to show up and and work together. So creating partnerships with big brands and wellness, I've really been able to get my work out to people that may not just see it from my own reach alone. And I think that sharing this message with other like-minded people can only benefit so many more people who need to see the message. I found a lot of great opportunities to speak, to write articles, to do events, lead retreats, with a lot of different amazing people. So it's been really great to have these opportunities.
0: You have an outstanding resume and a lot of people seem to find they can learn from you. And just listening to you, I feel like there's so much to learn. Has there been any fear starting your own business?
1: The truth is that fear and doubt can be a very natural part of the process of becoming an entrepreneur. And what makes a big difference is when you have a little bit of hand-holding from coaches and mentors who get it, you won't feel so alone and having someone holding you accountable is huge. These fears are stories that you're creating inside your mind that you're not enough, that you're not smart enough, that you're not successful enough, that you won't make the money. These are irrational fears. When we're doing the things that we are meant to do, the universe will support you when you're authentically when you're living with integrity when you're expressing yourself fully you're going to be supported because we all have these unique messages that we really need to share our journeys can help so many people and what a pivotal moment for me was when i was recently in california and i was just sitting in the redwoods and i was in this little cabin in the middle of the woods and i was just writing and I was writing and I was doing some guided meditation recordings and I was recording some videos on my story then I just was sitting and watching them and I started crying because I was like if only someone had made these videos and I had seen them when I was struggling through the worst of my symptoms when I was depressed when I had you know no hope when I just wanted someone to give me a diagnosis because I felt so terrible and I just wanted them to tell me what was wrong in my body and I had no idea what was going on if someone had just told me we can heal you you're enough and you're not alone in this if i had heard those words and had someone reaching out and supporting me it would have made a world of a difference so i just started crying because i knew the work that i'm doing is really powerful and that how could I not be supported in that so it's scary being vulnerable it's scary doing what you love like those are all things that happen we get scared it's okay but holding on to that fear and letting that fear stop us from progressing forward that's gonna sabotage you that in mind don't don't be sabotaged by your own fear persevere push through do the work and get coaches that support you and hold you accountable coaches that believe in you I have an amazing business coach her name is Joanna Green and she she's she's literally believes in me with every ounce of her soul. And having that, anytime I'm making a business decision, I just say, you know what, I've got to do this. And I have an amazing business partner for the retreats. Her name is Sarah Ann Stewart. And she's another angel and a teacher, Elena Brower. It's pivotal to have a tribe of people surround you that, that will not let you do anything but your purpose. So my teacher, another personal story, because I think it's it's one that might help a lot of people in a similar situation, but um, my teacher, Elena Brower, she's wonderful. And in in yoga class, she noticed I wasn't myself fully. And after class one day, she said to me, "You, you need to break up with him. And I said, what? And I was obviously in the wrong relationship, and she said, "You know this is you know this is not your man you need to you need to do this." I listened because there was something inside of me that knew that the six year relationship that I was in for some reason wasn't in alignment with my highest purpose, and i it was hampering my creativity, and I had to trust and that's where fear comes in. This is scary. I'm making a leap, but ultimately, when you have the teachers and you have the support system, you can take those leaps." And understand with the fullest confidence that you're going to be okay. And I am. It's believing with every ounce of your soul and having that support system that gets you over that fear. Because fear can wreck you and you don't want that to happen. You're meant for so many bigger things in the world.
0: Wow, that's really, that's an amazing, amazing story. And I feel like a lot of listeners can relate to that. Especially with the relationship, like you said. Because I feel like when it comes to relationship, people, even if they see problems and they're going through hard times and difficulties, they've been so used to seeing this person every day and they've been so used to dealing with that person every day That's like, I don't want to leave what anything that's broken, even though leaving that could really benefit their lives and make them a lot happier, they just see the short term. And I definitely think your story can benefit a lot of people. It's very inspiring. And I feel like a student and a teacher right now, I feel like there's just so much I haven't learned. And there's so much that I can learn. What would you say to people who don't have this mentor, someone able to help them along? What would be the best way for them to really look for help or ask for help?
1: One really unique concept that I've actually involved in something very similar online is start a peer coaching relationship. Find an accountability partner. If you can't invest financially in a coach, the other option is just to find an accountability partner. It's a really cool relationship where you're both offering coaching for each other and holding yourself accountable. So find another entrepreneur or you know someone who's in a situation that resonates with yours that you can offer each other different advice we all have so much to learn from each other and we're all our own teachers we all have answers inside of us and we just need to tap in and listen and we're all ultimately always a student there's always so much to learn we're mirrors of each other so we can really shine light onto others situations and others challenges and really help each other we just need to have someone to listen to one of the greatest things that i've learned through my own clients is just to listen And we all just ultimately want to be heard. It feels so good to talk, right? We just want to talk and express ourselves. And when we feel like we don't get that opportunity, that's when the anxiety happens. That's when the stress happens. So really just find someone that can listen to you and then offer advice and then vice versa. And it's a really mutually beneficial partnership. So you don't need to invest in a coach if you can't financially. Really start here and and just see how that works for you. And then if you really want to take your business rapid speed ahead, then invest in a coach. But, you know, either way, really get that accountability because that's what's going to hold you successful.
0: I very much agree with that. Having someone you can talk to and you can always rely on, like, just in case you're in trouble or you feel like you're lost or you just don't know what direction to move in, I think having someone that can really – help you pick it back off your ideas and kind of like take all the really irrational like kind of thoughts that you have and just put them aside and just be like look this is what you need to do this is what I see and this like someone that's really looking out for your well-being and your happiness and you do the same for that person it's a good buddy system to have everyone really benefit from. In your journey growing your brand and your business what is the most shocking thing you've learned?
1: Oh gosh, I've learned so many things. I think one of the most important things is to give yourself time for self-care. As a busy business person, we tend to do a lot, especially I live right now in New York and it's a go, go, go city, right? We feel like we're not doing enough if we have a day off and I've taken that really to heart because I work seven days a week and often I have clients at 7 a.m. and I teach until 10 p.m. So I go a lot and I've noticed that burnout is, is really easy if you don't give yourself that self-care time. So the day, the moment that I feel burnt out, I know I am I plan a retreat for myself. I plan a digital detox weekend where I go camping, or I go up in nature, or I take a spa day, and I leave my phone at the door. and it's really really important to have that non-negotiable time because I see it very often in this industry that um, people burn out and they get really busy and it's understandable because once you live in your authentic purpose obviously you're going to be successful and a lot of opportunities are going to come your way and to say no sometimes when the opportunity isn't aligned with with your your highest self and and to really honor you know honor your free time get some get some self-care take some rest and relaxation travel travel not for business but for complete pleasure and that's huge self-care for me is one of my my pillars of success it's one of the pillars in my coaching programs it's you know how to heal your body so if you're going through any trauma if you're going through any condition if you're going through any relationship stuff get that self-care pencil it in self-care for me includes detox baths, just taking a bath with candles and salts and and essential oils. It includes going to a spa. It includes, you know, sometimes going shopping and buying beautiful clothes, things that I think are even above my budget, but, you know, are going to make me feel really, really good and sexy and loved. And you know, buying really pretty perfumes or, you know, buying beautiful things for my house because that's a sacred space for me. So, to really take that time and for me, beauty and self-care is a big thing. Just, you know, having beautiful things in my life, surrounding myself with beautiful energy, you know, people that really shine really brightly and to ha- have that in my life is very important and those are big lessons learned. You don't want to have toxicity in your life. So, to clear clutter, to clear garbage from your apartment, to go through your, your, your dresser drawers, your kitchen, your closet, and to really purge anything that's clutter because that's taking away beauty from your life. You don't want to hoard. You don't want to have that that um, that junk manifesting. That's just going to junk up your physical state and then also your business. You want to keep things clean. So keep your mind clean, keep your body clean.
0: Definitely great advice for everyone. I think anyone can who's listening can just really pull something from that because that's extremely extremely important to really stay on top of things and stay organized and not let everything just back up and really just attack you you know and I definitely agree with you when you were speaking of a digital detox with this day and age everyone's on electronics everyone's on social media everyone's always just typing away and I think people don't realize how much just three days away from like a computer or a phone does wonders personally I'm from Colorado so um, Going through finals week of college and everything was just getting really hectic. I was like, oh my goodness, this is awful. Like I've been typing for days, just five-page papers after ten-page papers, and I'm like, this is terrible. And I was like, you know what, after this, I'm just going to go up to the mountains. I'm just going to leave my computer my phone behind. I'm just going to go with some friends, and we're just going to camp, and we're just going to have a good time. And really did wonders to me just to relax and just not have like this digital stress on me and just not have all this stuff that was like I felt just so free and just one with myself. If you could do anything over again through your whole journey and if you could just relive one thing or if you could do something over again, what do you think you would do?
1: It's funny because I wouldn't do anything over because it was wrong or because I regretted it because I I think that everything in my life happened for a reason. I'm really thankful for every single opportunity. What came to mind as right away when you said that was something I would do over again was a recent trip to California to Malibu where I taught for one of my dear friends Donna James on on a yoga retreat and it was just a beautiful beautiful experience I witnessed some amazing transformations from a place of fear and lack to this place of health and vitality and these glowing women emerged from this retreat it was really beautiful to see and then I also had a transformation as well whenever I lead retreats I also find a lot deep within me I found that I'm going to move to California and to to really continue my path there just experiencing that that moment of feeling completely aligned with my purpose. There's no words to explain and express a feeling of being home in your body and home in your soul and having that that divine intelligence of wow, this is me. And I would experience that moment again and again. It was so beautiful and I'm just very, very grateful to have these experiences.
0: You definitely need to like make a movie <laughs> and just write books because this is like so much knowledge in you. <laughs> you have so much knowledge. Right now we're going to move on to our rapid fire questions and our first one is baby. Favorite yoga position?
1: Favorite yoga position. I love, oh gosh, you guys are killing me. (laughs) I love them all. Um, I love headstand. I really think that it's just fun to have another perspective, right? It's a little bit scary sometimes. For people, I know this is rapid, but for people that are too scared of going completely full force headstand, there's a really cool variation at the wall that you can do with blocks, and you'll be completely supported. Find me on social media and ask me how, and I'll totally tell you how to do it, because it doesn't have to be scary. But it's a great way to just change your perspective and put your legs over your head. It's just really cool. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> Our second one is, if you could meditate anywhere in the world, where would it be?
1: Mm, Bali. And I will be in March. So I'm really excited. I'm teaching a retreat there. And I'll be going during Spirit Week at Spirit Fest, which is the Balinese New Year in Abood. And there's one day of complete silence. So... Yeah, let me know if you're interested. It's going to be epic, and I'm really excited to be in Bali.
0: That really sounds like a good time. <laughs> would you rather deep sea dive on like a coral reef, or would you rather go skydiving?
1: Oh my gosh, I love the water, so that's easy. Deep deep dive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heights aren't my thing.
0: What's the most amazing book or movie you've ever seen?
1: Oh, that is hard. You know what's funny? I don't watch a lot of movies, mm-hmm. so I guess it has to be a book... Um, I like Untethered Soul. That's a good one. That was the most recent one.
0: If you could trade places with anyone for a day, who would it be?
1: Gosh, my life is pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, Oh gosh, this is hard. Anyone. It's funny because I like my life. Um, (laughs) It's not that bad. I I really don't know. It's going to have to
0: stay in the vault then. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: like my life. (laughs) Coming back
0: from a day, like just a super hectic day, would you rather have coffee or tea?
1: I'm a tea drinker all the way, so good herbal tea for sure. That was easy. Thanks.
0: <laughs> What's like your favorite tea though? Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's easy. Okay, so chicory root, you may have not heard of it. It's um you may, but if you haven't, it tastes like coffee. So I know I'm a big tea drinker, I don't do caffeine, but if you are trying to wean yourself off coffee, it's a great alternative because it tastes like coffee and it's an herb or it's actually a root and you strain it and it's dark and you can add coconut milk or almond milk. It's so good. I love it.
0: What song do you just belt out in the shower?
1: Oh my gosh. So funny. They're like yoga songs, <laughs> so I can't name it. You won't know it. They're like they're chants. I'm really goofy. I I love chanting because it's just the sound vibration of the chants yeah. really uplifts you, and that's what I'll sing in the shower. There will be chants and mantras and affirmations like I am light. I'll literally sing I am light in the shower. Yeah, I do that. And anytime. Oh, this happened recently. Sorry, this isn't very quick, but <laughs> it's supposed to be fast, fast, fast. I was on a recent yoga retreat and it was raining the entire day, and I was standing in the pool because if you're already wet in the pool and you're getting rained on it's awesome so i was just singing i was looking at the sky and i was singing, i am light i am light i am light but singing it and all of a sudden the sun came out and it was just so cool so yeah you can change the weather awesome
0: (laughs) if you could meet anyone dead or alive who would it be
1: anyone gandhi would be pretty cool yeah i
0: feel like gandhi would be a cool person to hang out with for a day yeah for sure what do you think the craziest, most interesting place you've ever traveled is?
1: Israel was pretty cool because what I really liked about it, there were so many different cultures and I was staying in Tel Aviv and you could hear the, the bells from the Muslim temple and you could hear the chants and the prayers from all the different religions all around in this one epic center. So that was really, it was like a melting pot of everything. It was really pretty.
0: What would you say your spirit animal is?
1: Ooh, I found that one time, so I was, <laughs> I was on a shamanic healing journey and it was a bear and and that's that's very cool. It's very protective and strong. So yeah, my spirit animal. <laughs>
0: yeah, I feel I feel that. I, if you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: Avocados. So easy. Yes. avocados definitely
0: are the move avocados are amazing and that wraps it up for today thank you to our amazing listeners and our honored guest fern gotta make sure you check out all her social media and make sure you check out thyroid yoga because there's so much to learn from Fern. she really is an amazing person
1: thank you so much michael really pleasure to be here guys i hope to connect with you soon
0: this is your host michael have an amazing week and an amazing day guys
1: thank you